Today is Saturday, May 20, 2017. It's been six months since I filed for divorce from Mike. And today is Mike's 50th birthday. And he is waking up in Las Vegas today with three of his closest friends. Mike has financed this trip for himself and his friends to go to Las Vegas uh, Friday through Monday. Mike paid for all their airfare and their hotel, and he has rented a racetrack for the day uh, to go racing. So he has laid out a significant amount of money for his birthday weekend, and I never gave him a hard time about that whatsoever. I said, go, please have a great time, be safe. And I've been really cool about that, like I have been about every other financial endeavor that he's pursued. He recently bought a lift for his garage. He buys expensive car parts all the time. Since we've separated, he's bought two complete rooms of furniture. I mean, I could go on because the point I'm trying to make is that I haven't uh, had any big expenditures in the last four years. And one of the things that Mike and I agreed to, and we discussed on several occasions, was that our estate would buy me a new car. My car has 120 something thousand miles on it. It's pretty beat because I've driven our kids over the last five years everywhere. Um, every event they've needed to go to school back and forth just you know everything that a mom does and I continue to drive my son everywhere he needs to be and anyway Mike and I agreed and talked about it on several occasions that we would take money out of our estate and get me a new car so that when this divorce is final I can start off with a new vehicle uh, because I, number one, don't have good credit, enough good credit to get great interest rates. I mean, my, my credit is okay, but it's I don't have the credit that Mike has because everything has been in his name. Our houses, our cars, our credit cards, everything has been pretty much in his name. And so um, that was you know foolish of me in hindsight not to make sure that my credit uh, was being built up during our marriage, but I never thought I would be a divorced person. Anyway, what I'm getting to is that we agreed we would get me a car, that that would come right off the top of the estate. Uh, so rather than split everything in half and then me buy a car with my half of the cash, we were going to first use money to get me a car and then divide what was left so that Essentially, I'm saving a little bit, um, not much, but a little uh, would be on my side. So over the past few months, I've been test driving cars and trying to decide what to get. And I have to get a GM vehicle um, because Mike works for General Motors and we get um, a family first discount, which is significant. It's, you know, like $5,000 off or something. So he knows that I've been test driving cars and talking to car salesmen and spending a significant amount of time researching cars and driving them. 
because I've discussed it with him. He knows this. This is no surprise. And yesterday, I found the car that I want. It's $39,000, which is a lot, but it's not too much for us. It's perfectly in line with what I've had in the past, and um, it's not anything outrageous or spectacular. So um, I started working on the deal. I picked out the car, uh, started up the paperwork, etc. And I texted Mike yesterday, hey, I finally found the one, finally found a car I like and want to get. And unfortunately, I need Mike to do two things, but they're two relatively small things. Number one, I need him to go onto the General Motors website and produce the Family First discount code. So this code, once it's entered, um, will get us the $5,000 off the car. Plus we get a $1,000 rebate, um, which I'm calculating into the $39,000. And I need him to do that. And the other thing is I need him to call the bank where I've already set up everything. I've already applied for the loan and talked with the people and done all of the legwork. All they need is for Mike to call them and confirm his information and give consent for the loan because if I don't put him on the loan my interest rate is significantly higher like a whole point and so he needs to be on the loan so we can save money and plus I don't I don't earn very much money I only earn about 40,000 a year and um need him on the loan, unfortunately. And I w- if there was any way that I could not involve Mike in any of this, believe me, I would do it. So I send him the text. These are the two, you know, please take time to do these two small things. One is go on the website, generate this code, which is a matter of him just going in and putting his ID and it will generate the code for him. And number two, call the bank to confirm and give consent. In fact, the banker told me that it would take Mike less than two minutes to make this phone call. Well, guess what? Mike doesn't want to do any of this now. He is second-guessing this decision and told me uh, now he wants to talk to his lawyer first and doesn't want to do this. And he said, uh, I need to talk to my attorney first and I don't know why you want to do this now and, you know, you, you realize you're taking on this debt as long as you confirm that all of this debt is yours. You know, he's saying things like this. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We've, we've already worked this out a year ago. We already had all these conversations. We had already come to an agreement about what we were going to do, that the estate would buy a car for me. And then ultimately we would, you know, divide up the assets and that would go on my side of the ledger. And he said, yeah, but this is debt and I need to talk to my lawyer and blah, blah, blah. And I said, look, just say it. If this deal is off, just say it because then everything is going to change. If you're pulling the rug out on this deal, my car needs major repairs, which I haven't done because I've been waiting to get my new car. And now he's backpedaling and says he doesn't want to do it. And it's just incredible to me that he's taking this position because we we've already talked about it. I have it. I have multiple emails between Mike and me going back and forth 
where he says, get the car, no big deal, whatever. And now he's, he's changed. And I've never given him a hard time about anything he wants to buy. Furniture, toys for his garage, trips for him and his friend, his friends. And this is just bullshit. And this is extremely frustrating because when you are at someone else's mercy, it just, it really sucks. You know, I'm a 46 year old woman. I work full time. I work hard. I take care of our kids. I've always done my part. And now I'm at the mercy of this person who just suddenly, I guess on a whim has decided that he may not want to do this. And he wants to consult with his attorney first and you know, all of this, whatever, as if when we settle our, uh, physical assets, this wouldn't come up. I mean, I, I don't understand. It's very frustrating. So now all the work I've done in test driving cars and all the work I've done with the dealership and the bank ready to pull the trigger. And now I can't do it. I guess I could just do it without. No, I, I actually, I can't, I can't, you know, without the, the GM discount that, uh, puts the car back up to 45,000 and then without him on the note, the interest rate is 3.7 instead of 2.7. And it just would end up costing me so much more. And it would, frankly, it would be a car payment that's unaffordable for me. So no, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And I'm sorry, but I don't think that spending $39,000 on a car at my age and this time of my life is too much. Um, I'll probably drive it till the wheels fall off. And now, you know, he's not going to do it. So I'm sure he's off enjoying himself on his Vegas trip with his friends, financing everything and having a great time racing cars at the track. Um, and I'm just sitting here like, okay, well, I can't do anything. But if he wants to play like that, then um, I'll talk to my attorney and I guess this whole thing will be a little more difficult. She's been waiting anxiously to get this thing going and to um, work out a good deal for me. And I thought we had something worked out and we, we apparently don't. So I guess all bets are off at this point. I'm a little ticked off today. Um, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm just kind of stuck. You know, I could just go withdraw the money and just go pay cash for the car, and then work out the details later. But um, you know, that would really create some bad blood between us. So, anyway, just waiting. Haven't heard anything about whether or not I'm in the doctorate, haven't heard anything about when I'm getting an interview for the new job. So hopefully this is not a sign that things are just starting to unravel. Um, just would be a real bummer. So I just wait now. See if Mike does anything today. I'm sure that he won't. He's off having a good time with his friends. Um, but he could just take five minutes out of his day and wrap this up and I wouldn't have to deal with him. So who knows what happens next? I get to wait.